This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him, uh, foot, foot, excuse me. everybody, I'm Dave Rubin, or the artist formerly known as the guy that was once on Twitter, Dave Rubin. This is the Rubin Report. It is July 5th, one day after we celebrated America's birth, the anniversary of the United States of America, 246 years old, and she's looking pretty good, despite what these people are doing to her. And uh, yes, what you have heard, probably, is true, I am now suspended on Twitter. That's it, I've been suspended. I'll get to why I was suspended in just a moment, but let's just do some clerical stuff up top because I am now suspended on Twitter. Uh, I am on Truth Social, you can follow me at Dave Rubin, you can follow the show at Rubin Report. Uh, and you know, I often start these shows by reminding you guys to subscribe. And it's like, whatever you're watching this on, hopefully you're watching on Rumble or on Blaze right now, uh, because those are my networks that obviously I'm, I'm partnered with and I have confidence that they're not gonna wipe us away. But you know, we know we're on borrowed time here at YouTube for the same reasons that I'm now suspended on Twitter. So if you have not subscribed to our Rumble channel, it's just rumble.com slash Ruben Report, please do. Uh, as always, subscribe to The Blaze. You get many other shows than just this one. And man, it's just the war to fight the big tech machine has been ramped up. And I guess I'm uh, one of the guys that are in the thick of it. And as always, of course, you know, I did start a tech company uh, called Locals. And you can join us at rubenreport.locals.com and play along. Uh, all right, so that's just some of the technical stuff. Uh, but look, all of this stuff could just go away, right? If you're watching on YouTube, this could just be gone tomorrow. Uh, the 1.3 million people that follow me on Twitter, I can't communicate with them right now, but I can do it on Locals. I can do it on Rumble. We have to build a parallel economy. All of the things that I've been talking about for years, they're real. I don't even need to make this about me exactly. They blow up all sorts of people's accounts all the time. We know that they censor and shadow ban and do all sorts of algorithmic tricks. Uh, and as I often say, it's not the stuff that I know that they're doing that I'm worried about. It's the stuff that I don't know that they're doing that I'm really worried about. So why did I get suspended the day after we declared our independence, ironically? This happened at 3 a.m. last night. So just after July 4th, these Twitter freaks, what did they do? Well, here's the image. This is the email I woke up to this morning. Uh, I have violated their rules against hateful conduct. And what are those rules? You may not promote violence against, threaten, or harass other people on the basis of race, ethnicity, national origin, sexual orientation, gender, gender identity, religious affiliation, age, disability, or serious disease. Now, 
that doesn't sound like something that Dave Rubin would do. I poke fun at people, I make fun of people, but I certainly don't instigate violence or really go after people for their immutable characteristics. So what is it that I tweeted? I must have done something so horrific and so out of character that would have brought upon this, this just damning condemnation of what I am and what I do. What was my tweet? Uh, the tweet was, uh, this, the insanity continues at Twitter. Jordan Peterson has been suspended for this tweet about Ellen Page. He just told me he will never delete the tweet, paging Elon Musk. And what I did there was uh, screenshot Jordan's, Jordan Peterson's tweet about Ellen Page. Now, Ellen Page was an actress who I suppose is now an actor named Elliot Page. You may remember, I don't know of any work that Elliot Page has done. Am I missing any big movies that Elliot Page has done? But Ellen Page used to be an X-Men and she was pretty good. She, she, I think I can say Ellen Page was in X-Men and she was pretty good. She was a she at the time. Anyway, all I did was screenshot and comment on Jordan being suspended. Now, ironically, here's where this is, why this is all sort of so mangled in the way they do everything. This tweet that I sent, this defense of Jordan, was from a week ago because he got suspended about a week ago. You may remember we talked about it on the show and Jordan uh, put up a pretty spectacular video on his YouTube channel explaining why he will not delete that tweet. Um, so what's interesting here is about a week ago, I post that. Now, all week long, I was getting warnings from Twitter that I had uh, been reported to the German authorities and all sorts of stuff. So the, the trans activists, the woke wackadoodles, they were mass uh, reporting my account, trying to get me suspended. And, I, and then suddenly at 3 a.m., right after July 4th, suddenly I get suspended. I did issue a, uh, a statement on Locals because I do have an ability to get my message out even if I am not on Twitter. So I wanna read my statement to you and then I wanna give some props to some of the people that are defending me right now. Here's my uh, response. This is my official statement. This is Dave Rubin reading Dave Rubin's official statement about his Twitter suspension. I have been suspended by Twitter for posting a screenshot of Jordan Peterson's tweet, tweet which got he himself suspended. While it is unclear how I broke their terms of service, it is clear that they are breaking their fiduciary responsibility to their shareholders by letting a bunch of woke activists run the company. I hope Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter goes through so he can blow up their servers and humanity can move past this pervasive, twisted, self-imposed mental institution. In the meantime, you can find me at rubenreport.locals.com, the platform I created to fight big tech censorship, something we need now more than ever. Uh, let me give uh, some props publicly to a few of the people defending me because you know one of the things and this is maybe the real bumper sticker of all of this. It's not about Ellen Page or Elliot Page, and it's not about misgendering someone and or anything like that. What this is really about is how fear spreads, right? Because if you say something that's true, but then you know that Facebook or Instagram or Twitter can take you out for it, uh, you might be less willing to say something true, right? If you get suspended once, then maybe the second time you're gonna be like, ah, I'm just not gonna say the true thing. So what happens is when they suspend Jordan Peterson, only a for saying something true. Only a certain amount of people are willing to say, oh, I'll defend him, I'll post the screenshot, I'll say he shouldn't be suspended because they don't wanna get suspended, right? So I think it is worthy of crediting some of the people uh, who are defending me right now because you're not just, def you're not defending me. I don't mean to make this about me. What you're defending is the ability for truth to be said. 
in, in the public square as we have it in 2022. So Ben Shapiro, uh, who's been nothing but an all-star in this fight against this woke nonsense, he says Rubin Report has now been suspended for posting news about Jordan Peterson's suspension, all because we are not allowed to mention that until five minutes ago, Elliot Page, who is very, very, very male, was a female actress named Ellen Page. Here's Dave's statement. A couple other people real quick on this. Uh, who else do we have there? Tim Poole. Holy shit. Ruben Report was suspended for uh, posting about Jordan Peterson getting suspended. How did he even break any rules? Uh, and then Douglas Murray, who is just the perfect British author. So Ruben Report has been suspended from Twitter for commenting on Jordan Peterson being suspended from Twitter. Does Twitter intend to have a future? Also, could it, it, could it explain whether Elliot was ever Ellen or Caitlin was ever Bruce and then Jack Posobiec also. Uh, Ruben Report has been suspended from Twitter for defending Jordan Peterson and a whole bunch of my, my Florida freedom fighters, Josh Hammer, Carol Markowitz, uh, John Cardillo, Dave Raboy, uh, all jumped in on it and many other people. Anyway, I, again, I don't mean to make this about me. I don't really even mean to make this about uh, Elliot Page or Ellen Page or any of that. It is the new thing that you cannot say. You cannot say something true. There are biological differences between males and females. If you dead name someone, I would not, I honestly would not even, and, and I don't even want to say this because I don't want to play by their rules, but I would not know how to refer to, who does she play in uh, X-Men? She was, um, who was she in X-Men? Ellen Page in X-Men. It was a good character. I liked those movies. I liked all those X-Men movies. They're jumping back and forth between time. Who did she play? What was the name of the character? Whoever it was. The point is that how would I refer to her as, oh, I liked that character, right? I liked that character. Kitty Pride was her name. But who is the, they, they, she had a name, like an X-Men name. Shadow what? Shadow Girl? Shadow Cat? Ellen Page was Shadow Cat. Anyway, doesn't matter. The point is I like the X-Men movies. I thought she was good in them. But now do I have to say, oh, Elliot Page was a woman named Ellen Page and played a woman named Kitty Pride in X-Men, but I'm not a biologist, so are they even X-Men? Also fucking stupid bunch of morons. Anyway, Jordan Peterson has said he will not delete his tweet regarding this whole incident. Uh, and I have to decide what I want to do. You know, I'm all about building new things. I'm all, I, I would love to cause these things to now implode from the inside. These companies don't deserve our attention. They're manipulating us in crazy ways. Perhaps we all should have risen up uh, more so when they, when they took out Donald Trump and when they took out a whole bunch of other people, when they hid the Hunter Biden story. Think of the way they are manipulating us in crazy ways, guys. Crazy ways. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Real crazy ways. Her name was Kitty Pride, Ellen Page in X-Men. It wasn't like Mysterio or girl with, she could do some stuff. Oh, I'm thinking of the other girl who could touch you and kill you. I'm thinking of that girl. Rogue, I'm thinking of Rogue. She wasn't Rogue. Okay, fair enough. You know all about Rogue, okay. Anyway, what are we doing today? Well, we're gonna talk about some of the stuff that you're not allowed to talk about. And if you do talk about it, they say you hate women or you hate minorities or a whole bunch of other stuff. Oh, and I guess I just glossed over uh, July 4th. I hope you had a great freaking weekend. I hope you ate hot dogs. I hope you ate burgers. I hope you were with family. I hope you drank some beer. 
I hope you celebrated and lay and, and watched some fireworks and just for a moment appreciated the glory of 246 years of extraordinary freedom that people far better than me and you fought and died for so that woke idiots over at Twitter could ban people from saying things that are absolutely true. And that is the fight that is on our doorstep. doorstep. We had people who have fought in wars to push back against authoritarian kings and socialists and communists and all of that. And now we have to fight a bunch of genderless wackos running tech companies. I'm up for the challenge, are you? So what we're gonna talk about today is uh, just some of the general insanity that's happening uh, over the last couple of weeks. A lot of it's related to the uh, Roe v. Wade decision and how the Democrats are now uh, ready to just burn the whole freaking thing down how uh, Joe Biden is just completely imploding right in front of our faces, and how the liberal new world order, that's their words, that's what they're calling it, uh, is uh, in danger right now, and maybe we need to push it over the edge. So that's what we are gonna do today. And if I am completely banned off all of the digital devices, if they put some sort of virus in my phone that blows up so I can never use it again, which sounds like a pure freaking joy, uh, you can see me on July 14th at uh, the Miami Improv with Christina Pouchaw and perhaps some other famous Floridians, DaveRubin.com slash events. If you want to join me real quick, let's talk about real estate agents I trust, and then let's get to it. Damn, these Twitter freaks. You know, buying or selling a home is already one of the most stressful things you can do, and it can be 10 times worse if you're not working with the right agent. Generally speaking, our homes are our biggest investment. That's a ton of responsibility and you need an agent who takes that seriously. That's why I recommend real estate agents I trust. They work with only the best agents in every market. They do their homework, talking to every agent before inviting them to join their network. And here's a big one. They only work with full-time pros, no part-time or inexperienced agents. Their team makes the introduction and then follows you through the buying or selling process to make sure that you're satisfied. The agents they work with have long track records and are the best sellers in their field. They're part of this audience. They share your values and they're almost anywhere you wanna go. The process is simple. Just go to realestateagentsitrust.com today and provide them with some basic info. Their team will contact you to make an introduction to their preferred agent in your town. And now back to me. Uh, let me just say one other thing real quick about this uh, Twitter suspension. Um, I, I don't know what I'm going to do, whether I'm going to delete it or, or not. I have to decide what I want to do and sort of, you, you just have to think about all your decisions. I did nothing wrong. I didn't instigate hate. There is a shit ton of hate directed at me every freaking day on Twitter. I don't sit here bitching and moaning and complaining about it. If you don't want to be on these things, you don't have to. What I will just say is this though, uh, if you have not, this is one more plea for you guys. If you have not, please do join us at rubenreport.locals.com. We have an iOS app. We have a Google Play app for Android, or you can go on desktop. It's free to join. You can throw in a couple bucks if you want to interact a little bit more, get stuff early. But in if you join, that way, whenever I get booted off all of these things, which seemingly will happen, right? Anyone with any flicker of individual thought is going to be booted off all these things, or they will just depress your views and your reach to the point of, of oblivion, right? Uh, so you can join absolutely free. And that way I can send you messages. I can get push notifications to you and a whole bunch more. So you'll be able to at least track me when I'm sent out into the nether region. So rubenreport.locals.com. Okay, so let's talk about what's going on in the world outside of the Twitter sphere because things are uh, a little nutty. Um, the left-wing media, they're a bunch of nut jobs and they've decided to go all in on this abortion lunacy. Here we go. 
There are no more black robes. I think the robes are red and blue. There really is a, a, a lot of people who believe this is a rigged court. A legal earthquake. The court stripping women of that fundamental right. Abortion is now a matter for the states and Congress rather than between a woman and her doctor. Let's not mince words. Women will die because of this ruling. 48% of the women now live in red states. So you're talking about the fact that those state legislatures, at least according to the Supreme Court, the women in those states are their property. And they can... Okay, that is a small compilation of just some of the things that are being said on mainstream media right now related to this Roe decision. Now, as you guys know, so I don't want to belabor the point, but as you know, uh, abortion is not illegal because of this decision. It is just kicked back to the states. That actually, I know it's hard for a lot of people to believe it, but that's actually more freedom because that's the state getting less involved. And if you live in a state that is not in line with whatever your views on abortion are, whether you love abortion or hate abortion, you can get up and go somewhere else and you can have abortions in other states or not have them in other states, et cetera, et cetera. So this is a beautiful thing that is happening. It is, is it sort of messy and politically dangerous? It is, obviously. But there is a full-on assault on the courts right now. That's what this is much more about. The Supreme Court is being assaulted. It is one of the three branches of government. It is the branch that actually has to look at the founding documents. It has to look what's on the paper and go, hey, what's on the paper? Is this stuff legal? Is this how it works? And what is in our purview to actually make decisions about? And are some things not in our purview? For example, is abortion in the Constitution so that it's a constitutional right? Oh, no, it's not. Now, there are things about equality, treating people equal under the law, et cetera, et cetera, in there, but abortion is not there. Uh, but the hypocrisy from the media and the fear-mongering, right? That's all, it's all just fear-mongering. No one is coming for women. No one wants to make them look like uh, dressing those red outfits with the white hats like in Handmaid's Tale. Nobody is doing any of this stuff, but these people are, are LARPing live-action role-playing, pretending that this is happening in their lives, probably because they're having some deep existential crisis and should find God. Uh, but putting that aside for just a moment, here's Health and Homeland Secretary Xavier Becerra claiming that abortion is a threat to The fastest life. route is to reinstitute that right that women had until five justices on the Supreme Court decided to use their authority in ways that deny millions of Americans the right to good health and perhaps even their life. There's nothing like abortion for good health, right? Nothing like ripping out a six-month baby from the woman's stomach and killing it for good health. Now, again, he keeps saying everything they say is based on a lie. And I think what's happened now is the Democrats in the mainstream media, they lie about everything, everything, everything. There is nothing they don't lie about. Literally nothing. And I mean literally, literally. They are so deep in all of their lies about absolutely everything that all they can do is lie more and more. So when they keep saying they're coming for your right to an abortion, no such right exists. And they are saying it's going, this is going to harm life. So protecting life is harming life in their purview, right? Like it's just completely insane. Uh, of course, Joe Biden is the one in charge of this administration, apparently. Uh, and, you know, when they put him out there and they don't put him out there that often, he usually mumbles through sentences, slurs words, and then occasionally says something that he sort of thinks is true or he used to think is true. And then they're not happy with him because he kind of said something that sort of made sense. It happens every now and again, including this past weekend. So the idea that we're going to make a judgment that 
is going to say that no one can make the judgment to choose to abort a child based on a decision by the Supreme Court. I think goes way overboard. Now, first off, note how many words he says to just get a simple sentence out. I mean, there is something cognitively wrong with him. It just is, it just is. I know we're not allowed to say it. I know I'll probably be double suspended for saying it, but it just is. But what's interesting there is he says, he admits that you are aborting a child. Now, if you are aborting a child, you are aborting a life. Now, it is the Democrats and the position of the progressives and virtually all of the mainstream media that is in essence at this point saying that an eight month pregnancy is not a life. It, you are allowed to kill that baby. You're also allowed to do post-birth abortions and a whole bunch of other seriously dystopian, twisted horror movie stuff. That's what they are saying. But Joe Biden kind of just mumbled it out. He mumbled out what we all know is true, which is that if you have an abortion, you are obviously killing a child. That obviously is true. Now that was Joe B Biden this past weekend. Uh, here's Joe Biden back in 2015. You know, there's even been the disagreement in our church. Um, not that abortion is always wrong. Oh, abortion is always wrong. <laughs> Joe Biden, did you know that? But he's a good Catholic, don't forget. He is a good Catholic. Uh, but, you know, as I said, sometimes he just mumbles out these things. Sometimes he's off the prompter. Uh, sometimes he's on the prompter and also screws up because he does not know what he's doing. Uh, here's, he seems to be some, con there, there's some confusion related to biology here. Help me out with this one. And politicians invading the most personal decisions that not only women, but we'll find if they expand, expand on, on this decision, uh, men as well. Okay, so I'm not even sure what he said there. It was some sort of muddled mess, but I think maybe the implication was that men have abortions or they're going to expand on this decision and it's going to go after men, or was he defending uh, the aborted babies that some of them are male? Could it have possibly been that? I'm not sure. But anyway, I, I play all of this to sort of show you that there's just like this confused, lie-infested rat hole. And out of that comes the Democrats, comes the mainstream media and everything else. And then of course comes the cultural part of this. It, it leaks into what gets on television, who your comedians are, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and what they have to do always is not just lie about everything and tell you they're protecting life while they're killing life, uh, but they, have to, they also have to scare the hell out of you. They have to make sure that you know that you're a racist and a bigot and an evil person and that they're literally gonna come to the restaurants where you eat. I can't describe how painful it is to be here now in a place where the Supreme Court has the power to erase 50 years of constitutional law. Make no mistake, this is not where it ends. Conservatives will not rest until they have come for all of our rights. Everything we have fought for could be lost unless we take it back. It's not just about voting in November, it's about doing everything in our power to protect and help vulnerable people access abortion across state lines. And we have to raise hell in our cities, in Washington, in every restaurant Justice Alito eats at for the rest of his life. Because if Republicans have made our lives hell, it's time to return the favor. So that is Samantha B. She was formerly of The Daily Show. Uh, I think she has a show on TBS or Comedy Central or something. I'm not sure where she's doing that show from. Nobody 
is watching any of these shows. That's just how it is. Oh, I guess she, her show now moved to HBO Max or something. I mean, that's one of the things that happens with these people. If you just give the system what it wants, if you're sort of like a Brian Stelter type, you just repeat all the talking points of the system, the system will just keep rewarding you. Even if nobody's watching any of your shows, it'll just keep giving you more and more money and then your shows will be canceled. Speaking of The Daily Show, Jon Stewart, what happened? He leaves The Daily Show. Uh, and then he gets this, I think, Apple TV show, right, where they paid him probably $10 million a year. He goes full woke, and then they get rid of him. It's like you're, you're a useful tool to the system. You're just, you're bantha fodder. How about that? I haven't done a Star Wars reference in a while. Uh, that's what you are, you freaks. Anyway, uh, what she's saying there, and I don't know that anyone's watching her show. She also has probably 20 writers on that show. Uh, I got these three fools in here. No offense, guys, but you know what I'm saying? That, that, was, that was a little offensive. Great people, but you know what I mean. You know, you're not Hollywood trained writers. That's all I'm saying. Thank God. I'd fire you if you were. Anyway, what she's saying there is that you should follow Samuel Alito to where he eats. That here is a man who did his job. First off, she's also saying that they've erased 50 years of law. And it's like, no, they made a decision in 1973 that the justices now decided was not constitutional. So the, the justice, this was the problem with Roe v. Wade in the first place. In 1973, when the justices looked at it, they said, oh, there is a constitutional right to an abortion, except it's not in the Constitution. Again, there are things that are actually in the Constitution. There are things that are in the Bill of Rights that are actually codified. That's a new word everyone's using right now, codified into law. If they were making decisions that were in conflict with written law, then we'd have a real problem on our hands. But they looked at it, they said, wait a minute, abortion, the right to an abortion, is not in the Constitution. Thus, we must give it back to the states because things that are not in the Constitution should be given back to the states. That's what federalism is. That's the basic point of the whole freaking system. That's how it is supposed to work. So the system is working right now, but they don't want the system to work because they want to own you. They want one, as I keep saying, they want one ring to control them all. They want one power to control everybody. So someone like Samantha B. not only is she lying, she either is lying, I don't believe she doesn't know what she's talking about. So she's blatantly lying. She's obviously not funny. I don't know who's watching any of that stuff. But she's also ramping up, and this is what they want, and they've been doing it for a long time. Ramping up that you should get in their faces. Remember Maxine Waters? Don't let them have any peace. AOC, this is what Ilhan Omar does. This is what Democrats do all the time. They're allowed to overtake federal buildings, go see what's going on in Wisconsin. They're allowed to burn down cities, go to any blue state. They're allowed to do all of these things. But when they do it, it's somehow thought of as nice and it's nice and pleasant destruction when they destroy the nail salon by the Korean immigrant. Uh, they're doing it in the name of Black Lives Matter. They're better than you. That's what they are. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. But their radicalism is not only bleeding into culture, but also into governance. And you, as a free citizen in this country, this is where you're going to be able to fight back if you vote in the right people so we can get rid of these clowns. Uh, so AOC, uh, who is a congresswoman, she is a complete... Uh, she is what she is, okay? And I will give her credit in that she has somehow become a, a media 
a darling, right? Uh, she may be an idiot. She may have no qualifications to do this, but she is someone that people pay attention to. Uh, I believe at this point she is in her complete, uh, a complete violation of her oath of office, as most Democrats are at this point. I don't know that anything can be done about that, but these people, they swear to defend the Constitution of the United States, and yet the Democrats spend most of their time trying to shred the Constitution, much like uh, Nancy Pelosi. Remember when she shred the papers behind Donald Trump after that State of the Union? That's what they mostly do. Most of what the Democrats talk about is how to destroy the Constitution. Uh, here's AOC. I personally believe that Clarence Thomas should be impeached beyond a shadow of a doubt. I am astonished that this is a position that is in any way controversial to anyone. The degree and extent of misconduct uh, that Clarence Thomas alone, um, in addition to several of his colleagues uh, have participated and engaged in, is delegitim foundationally delegitimizing to the Supreme Court. And it is our responsibility, our constitutional duty to rein them in. So nothing she said there has any meaning whatsoever. Notice she didn't get into any of the legal arguments that Clarence Thomas made or Samuel Alito made or anyone else made. It's just her feelings about this. She's not happy with his decisions and she should impeach him or she should pack the court so that the court can no longer function. So the court will act as a branch of the legislative uh, branch. You understand that? Uh, so she, she is just a complete buffoon, but it's sore, but the media loves it. The media loves an assault on all of the systems. The media loves watching our institutions burn and the Democrats love watching the institutions burn because without a system of checks and balances, if we didn't have a judicial branch that could look at what the legislative branch is doing and an executive branch that could sign things into laws and that these things could all fight it out and argue over each other, if we, if we could actually destroy that, if AOC could do what she wants, impeach judges who don't make decisions the way she wants them to, or pack courts so that the branch itself cannot operate as an independent, as an independent branch of government, but just as sort of this like secondary legislative branch, then what would happen? Well, you'd have one power, one power that would control everything. That's all progressives want. You have to forget the gender nonsense and critical race theory and all of those things. They're important to talk about. They're important to identify. But what does it all lead to? It all leads to their power, more and more power for them. So speaking of power, here's a fake Native American woman named Elizabeth Warren, and she wants to end the filibuster uh, because that would give her more, yeah, you guessed it, power. Two senators, if we pick up two Democratic senators who will help us get rid of the filibuster, which the president has now said he's on board for that, and who will give us Roe versus Wade, two senators, and yes, John Fetterman, I am looking at you in Pennsylvania. Yes, Mandela Barnes, I'm looking at you in now look, I don't know why you would listen to a fake Native American woman, a woman who pretended to be Native American so that she could get a job. She is now a hero of the woke, of the progressive. This is a woman who is worth millions, and how much is she worth? Millions and millions of dollars, no doubt. Uh, millions and millions of dollars, she constantly is demanding that you send your kids to public school while she sends her kids to private school. She's a fraud of the highest level whatsoever. She has become worth millions and millions of dollars. Oh. $67 million. 
She is a socialist communist who is worth $67 million. These people, they don't even hide the fraud. They don't even hide it. It is right in your face. But what she wants is she wants more Democrats so they can crush and destroy the judicial branch, okay? That is what she is telling you that she wants. And she's not only telling you that, that fake Native American woman, uh, but Joe Biden is also saying that he would like to do that. Most important thing to be clear about is we have to change, I believe we have to codify Roe v. Wade in the law. And the way to do that is to make sure the Congress votes to do that. And if the filibuster gets in the way, it's like voting rights, it should be, we provide an exception for this, the except the require an exception to the filibuster for this action to deal with the Supreme Court decision. Okay, mumbling, stumbling, buffoon Joe Biden. It's just, it's just incredible that we're all pretending that this guy's running the country. It's absolutely incredible. Uh, interestingly, uh, in 2005, now Joe Biden's been a part of public life for roughly 280 years. That's longer than the country's been here. Uh, but in 2005, um, he did not want to end the filibuster. I'm, I'm shocked. And we should make no mistake, this nuclear option is ultimately an example of the arrogance of power. It is a fundamental power grab by the majority party. A fundamental power grab? But Joe, that's what you're doing right now. That's what AOC and Elizabeth Warren want to do. Why would you guys want a fundamental power grab? You guys are the good guys. You're for the people. Oh, you're not going to believe this, guys. We found video of Democrats over the years defending the filibuster. They want to make this country into a banana republic where if you don't get your way, you change the rules. The legislative filibuster should stay there and I, I, I will personally uh, resist efforts to get rid of it. I'm committed to never voting to change the legislative filibuster. That would be the end of the Senate. It raises problems that are more damaging than the problem that exists. You cannot change the rules in the middle of the game because you do not like the outcome. You're gonna throw the entire Congress into chaos and nothing will get done. Change the rules in midstream to wash away 200 years of history. Nothing at all will get done. Ideologues in the Senate wanna turn what the founding fathers called the cooling saucer of democracy into the rubber stamp of dictatorship. If you don't have 60 votes yet, it just means you haven't done enough advocacy and you need to work a lot harder. You really need to understand these are horrible human beings. There's no other way to put it. I don't think they should be, well, some of them probably should be jailed because I'm sure they're up to illegal stuff, but I, I don't think that we should show up at their houses. I don't think we should be publicly intimidating them or anything else. What we should be doing is ex obviously exposing their hypocrisy. We should be mocking them. We should be voting them out of office. But you need to understand they will do anything for power. It does not mean that Republicans are so great. Republicans fail all the time. And there's an awful lot of pet Republicans out there, the Liz Cheney's, Mitt Romney's, okay, they go on MSNBC, they get pet, pet on the head and they get a fed a cookie or something. Republicans do things wrong all the time, they blow up budgets, all of that stuff. But at least within the sort of roughly conservative Republican libertarian worldview, there is a sense of limiting power. There is a sense of individual rights, the basic quest there on that right side of the aisle is we, we all are different. We want to limit power to some degree. They may fail at it most of the time, but at least there is a guiding principle there somewhere, right? 
and the government should not do everything. These people want the government to do every freaking thing possible and it's because they're in power and they don't want to give up that power. It's almost as if they have some sort of liberal new world order that they're protecting at all costs. Well, what do you say to those families who say, listen, we can't afford to pay four eighty-five a gallon for months, if not years. This is just not sustainable. Well, what you heard from the president today was a clear articulation of the stakes. This is about the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand firm. What? Okay, now that's uh, Biden's economic advisor, who, of course, happens to be a former BlackRock executive. Uh, Surprise, surprise. I know it's wild the way these people bounce around in these things. Um, But what? Somehow, if we're not at war with Ukraine or giving them a whole bunch of money or just, you know, writing a blank check, et cetera, et cetera, and our gas prices are going up and our inflation's going up and our economy is being destroyed. If we don't do that, then the liberal world order is going to collapse. What are they talking about? What are they talking about? I don't know what the hell's going on in Ukraine. I don't think we should be given a dime anymore. And I assure you, I am not on Putin's payroll. I don't think Putin is a good guy. I don't think you can just invade sovereign nations. This is ridiculous. And by the way, the more that they lie about everything, I think they're doing something really twisted related to the Ukraine thing right now, which is that it's causing nobody to care at all, which is why I don't really cover it on the show. Nobody really cares. I care about the human suffering. And I actually know a few people who've had to flee Ukraine uh, and I'm doing some things on the, on the side to help at least two people. Uh, but, but nobody cares because everyone thinks everything that comes out of this administration is nonsense. No one thinks giving them $40 billion unaccounted for. But what, we have to do it to defend the new world order? of Joe Biden and these people, well, then that's not a liberal world order that I want to defend. And I'm the freaking guy who wrote the book on classical liberalism. Uh, But the Democrats uh, sort of do want to get rid of Joe Biden. That's become obvious. They realize this thing is untenable, that at some point his brain is going to explode or his eyes going to pop out of his head or he'll just fall and break the hip and whatever it is. So now, sadly, people, I have to talk about California for a second. And yes, I will put some money in the jar. Oh, and I want to make an official statement. I want to make an official statement about the the California money jar. So, you know, when I started this, when I got to Florida, the original idea was I was going to fund, help fund somebody escaping Cali, a sane person and moving here to Florida. And then a few months ago, a bunch of people were like, Dave, forget that. We don't need more people here. We should fund a Democrat to leave Florida and go to California. And I kind of like that idea, Uh, but I think I've officially decided this is to, this is to help someone escape more than getting rid of someone here. It's like Florida is going to be fine, but I do want to help somebody escape. I will select someone from locals and we're going to give them a couple thousand bucks at the end of the year and help you escape California. Uh, That's the official uh, way we're going to go about doing this thing. And I'm going to put in another five right now to do that. But the reason I have to talk about California is because California is run by a man who was in the movie American Psycho named Gavin Newsom. His wife is Jen Siebel Newsom. Uh, and if her husband didn't kill enough people in American Psycho, she's very excited to welcome all of the nation's women to come to California to kill their babies. I mean, the whole thing is crazy. What is your message to the young woman in another state who is really scared right now? Yeah, come to California. <laughs> I mean, I, I want them to know that we see them, we hear them, we're here for them, we recognize their value. Come to California. We see you. We hear you. We're going to take these forceps and jam them up your vagina and pull out this seven month baby and it'll cry for just a second and then we'll crush its skull and we'll pay for it. And maybe I'll take you out to lunch. We could have mimosas. 
would be really great. We'll get an abortion and a mimosa, and then we'll send you back to your red state. Ugh, you freaks. Well, here's her husband, who is one of the most evil people on planet Earth. I would put Justin Trudeau up there. I would put, uh, who else? Who are the really evil people right now? Forget the AOCs, but you got the Justin Trudeau. Is Hitler still around? Hitler's, Hitler's gone. Well, you got the Trudeau, you got the Hitler, and here's Gavin Newsom. It's Independence Day, so let's talk about what's going on in America. Freedom, it's under attack in your state. Your Republican leaders, they're banning books, making it harder to vote, restricting speech in classrooms, even criminalizing women and doctors. I urge all of you living in Florida to join the fight or join us in California, where we still believe in freedom, freedom of speech, freedom to choose, freedom from hate, and the freedom to love. Don't let them take your freedom. Paid for by Newsom for California Governor. Okay, so let's be clear about something. Gavin Newsom is running for president. He's running for president in 2024. Mark this down, date this thing. Obviously, they're getting rid of Biden and they're gonna push Newsom out there. He is an evil piece of shit, motherfucker, dirtbag. Did I get that right? Yeah, thank you. Um, he is a horrible human being. His wife is a horrible human being. Everything he said right there is a complete 180 of truth. I don't know how you can describe people who who lie as the driving force in their lives. I don't know how you can describe them as anything other than pure evil. If you believe that the truth is important, you think he gives a shit about freedom? You think he gives a shit? about your right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? He has destroyed California. Why have 300,000 people fled California? Why is Florida exploding in the right sense? Florida is exploding in that people are coming here and the economy is working and everything's working here. California is exploding because the cities are burning down. What an evil freak he is. He's just horrible, but you can see it happening. And that's the irony. Gavin Newsom, he was the mayor of San Francisco, but what happens in progressive politics? If you're the mayor of a city and you destroy a city, you fail up. Then you become the governor of the state and then you destroy that state and you fail up and you'll most likely be the Democrat nominee for president. And God help us all if that ever happens because he will destroy whatever is left of this country. He is a bad bad human being. Everything he said right there about Florida is a lie. Everything he said about Ron DeSantis is a lie. They're not coming for anyone's marriages here. They're not coming for anyone's speech here. They're trying to defend children. They're trying to get this neo-racism out of the schools. They're trying to actually accept that biological reality is real. I don't want to get booted from YouTube right now, but boys are different than girls. There, I said it. Between the Twitter ban and coffee, I think I'm really feeling it this morning. Um, here's Chuck Todd again. MSNBC's Chuck Todd, and uh, he's a Democrat, obviously, but he pretends to be a journalist. But uh, he's even starting to realize the Biden thing's breaking down pretty quick. Joe Biden is really upset. He feels as he's being disrespected. He feels as if the party has never, there is a little bit of Rodney Dangerfield in him. You know, they've never really given me respect. And all I do is, you know, they didn't want me to run in 15 and look what happened to in 16. Then they, they didn't want me to run in 20 and look what happened, I actually won. Now they don't want me to run in 24. So you have a point. So they're just running cover over there, right? Because he is a Democrat still and there's kind of running cover. It's like they know Biden's breaking down. They know there is zero Guys, it's zero, white supremacist zero chance that Joe Biden is running again, despite what Kamala Harris said last week that you saw us play. There's no chance he's running again. He's not even gonna make it most likely to that point. Uh, and everyone realizes it's breaking down. And oh, now he's just being disrespected. They're just disrespect. He just, what? why should, Joe Biden deserves no respect. Look what Joe Biden has done in a year and a half. 
to our economy, to our supply chain, with his imaginary war in Russia and Ukraine. Everything he has done has been an abject disaster. But thankfully, we've got a black lesbian press secretary. We've got a trans health person. We've got the furry pup person who's running the nuclear thing. These people are clowns. Oh, and uh, Joe Biden, his brain is literally melting. God bless America, thank you. And God protect our troops, thank you. Did you catch what happened there? Jill had to remind him to say, God bless America. Take a look. God bless America. Okay, and. God bless America, thank you. And God protect our troops, thank you. Yeah. He has no freaking idea what he's doing. Unbelievable, it's so pathetic. It's so absolutely pathetic. So what do the Democrats have? You know, if Gavin Newsom's gonna run, if Joe Biden's gonna collapse? Well, Poll Project USA has a new Harvard-Harris poll out on 2024 for the Democrats. What a clown clown car of stupidity. Take a look at this. Kamala Harris, who again was polling at zero in her own party when Biden plucked her out of, or not Biden, when the people in charge plucked her out of obscurity, she's polling at 25%. Uh, This is all without Biden. Hillary Clinton, who's a uh, murderer and a crazy person, 15%. Bernie Sanders, the old millionaire socialist, 12%. Gay Pete at 6%. Elizabeth Warren, who is worth $67 million while being a socialist, is at 6%. AOC. Uh, is at 4%. Amy Klobuchar, who nobody cares about, is at 4%. Abrams, oh, Stacey Abrams, who's done nothing in her life other than, well, she's eaten a lot of hamburgers. And she's also, uh, she uh, said that the Georgia election results weren't legit. That's her. Uh, Mike Bloomberg, 3%, which is completely made up. Joe Manchin at 1%, at least he's a decent dude. Someone else at 6%, I'd vote for that guy. And undecided at 13%, I'd also vote for that guy. Although not if they were Democrats. Uh, right before we started the show, Michael said that today was going to be a particularly good show. Michael, what was your number that you picked? 9-6. Nine, 9-6, six. Nine, six, is a bold statement out of 10. You said we were going to do a 9-6. Connor was freaking out. What did you say? You felt there was too much pressure on me today because of what happened with Twitter. You said eight and a half. Phoenix, what do you clock in at? 9-5. 9-5. Michael, you win today. You will get the guacamole and maybe even a cookie later today. Uh, we got a cold close for you. In just a second, a couple comments from the locals community. Anastasia says, this also happened to you during your uh, book launch, screw Twitter. Yes, I was suspended one other time on Twitter. It was the night before my book launch in back in July. And I was uh, suspended for saying that the vaccines were not working as promised and that uh, mandates were coming, that federal mandates were coming. Both of those things turned out to be true. I was suspended for that. This is exactly why I created Locals. I'm particularly appreciative of any of you that uh, follow me on Locals and that we get to uh, share our lives together and that it isn't all about politics and all the rest of it um, because these these platforms, they are doing something so freaking twisted. You know, in, in Jordan Peterson's video, which if you have not watched yet, his uh, explanation of the Elliot Ellen Page uh, suspension. Um, One of the things he says is he says, maybe I've contributed to some of this too. And I would say the same thing. Maybe I've contributed to some of the craziness there for sure. It's, it's, it's a toxic platform, but it is the, it's the global PR service that we're all getting information on all day long. Right? So it is what it is. Um, But then he said something like, maybe I won't go back on either way. Like, what do I need it for? 
And I'm sort of feeling that too. It's like, maybe we just have to let these things die. The problem partially though is, so Jordan's been off for a week. And then at some point people just stop talking about it, right? And now I could go off for a week and then they'll stop talking about it. And then it's like you start disappearing from, from the ether in some degree. And there's a little, we have to figure out that part of it. But again, that's exactly why I created Locals. Uh, Jeannie says they should make a new X-Men movie for trans people, X-Men. <laughs> E-X-Men. That's funny. That's funny. If I could send you guacamole, I would send you guacamole. That was funny. Paula says, Dave, how was the July 4th brisket? Actually, so uh, some of you may know, David got me a 17 pound Wagyu brisket for my birthday. Uh, we did not do it for uh, July 4th. We did burgers and dogs and, and a bunch of that kind of stuff. I wanted to go like a little more traditional, um, but uh, we will we'll do it. Maybe for the, uh, right before we go off the grid, I'll have my whole crew over and we will eat lots of smoked meat. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to see me in Miami, you can go to daverubin.com slash events. July 14th, I will be over there with Christina Pouchaw, who is a Florida legend. Uh, as always, perhaps more importantly than ever, you can follow me at rubinreport.locals.com. Obviously, this Twitter story ain't going anywhere. Obviously, this mental breakdown story about Joe Biden ain't going anywhere. Obviously, the complete lies of the Democrat Party and their media establishment ain't going anywhere. The culture wars ain't going anywhere. And I ain't going anywhere. I will see you tomorrow. She said, I want someone who can bring some outside energy because I don't think an insider can beat Donald Trump. Donald Trump, he's a brilliant guy. He knew what he wanted to do. He knew how to get it done. He's brilliant, brilliant. And, and, he, and he inherited a god-awful circumstance. That's one of the reasons Barack Obama picked me as vice president. Oh, he came along and he always said, he's, he said he's entitled to do this. He said, you're too old. Did I said, want to do a push-up contest? And you talk a lot about what it means to be a Biden and the integrity that is imbued in that family name. You guys keep saying that. What the hell are you talking about? For Hunter Biden to be on that board, even if he did nothing wrong, the optics weren't good. You know the truth. And the fact of the matter is my son testified and, and he was, in fact, lying. It's, it's a fact. He lied. He's lying. You acknowledge what he said wasn't even true. None of the mainstream media believes any of that. Biden molests another child. These are the things that have been in my wheelhouse, what I've done my whole life. There's plenty of women. Come on, give me a break here. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Rubin Report Direct Message. We're live on Rumble, Blaze TV, and YouTube every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Don't forget to review, share, and subscribe to this podcast. And if you're looking for early and exclusive content, you can join me on Locals at rubinreport.locals.com.